You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Christ's radical love compels us to minister to others. Discover the truth of our call to discipleship in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Happy anniversary ho sa inyong lahat. Pag sinasabi nating happy anniversary, talagang happy tayo for what God is doing in our church. And thank God because of His great mercy and grace, tayo po ay nakarating sa ganitong estado. And for us to really internalize the goodness of the Lord in our church, for five weeks po ay ating uh, tinatalakay yung ating series called Radical. Say Radical. Since 1984 po tayo nag-start. And uh, we say we are radical or we are passionate for God. And so, ngayong araw po na ito, tatalakayan po natin yung third topic po natin. Yung una, we discuss about Lordship. Say Lordship. Lordship. Pangalawa, we talk about evangelism. Oh, kamisado niyo na ba yung Roman 6.23? Hmm? Sige nga, one, two, three. Parang kumakalas. Para habang nawahaban, parang nabuhuminto na yung iba. For the wages of sin na lang. Iba. Ulitin natin, one, two, three. Ayos, palang pakal natin si Lord dyan. Huwag niyong kalilimutan yan dahil that's the way you will evangelize people. And then ngayon pong araw na to, we are going to talk about discipleship. Say discipleship. Kaya po yung shirt ko nakalagay, every member, a minister. Okay? Next week po, pag-aaralan natin is about uh, leadership. And then the last is family. Okay? Because we value family. Now, tanungin ko po kayo, uh, nawalan ba kayo ng kuryente? Yes. Ako, talaga naman. Mas malakas pa yung sigaw ninyo kaysa sa Roman 6.23. <laughs> okay. Marami rin nawalan ng tubig. Okay? So, naliko na ba kayo? Ah, okay naman. Masalamat naman at naligo na kayo. Okay. Okay, so yung iba sa inyo, nawala ng kuryente, nawala ng tubig. Pero talaga pong ganyan, bahagi ho yan. Dahil, hindi lang naman ho yan dahilan sa bagyo. Dahil bago pa man ho magbagyo, actually humihingi na ng emergency power. Sinasuggest na ang Pangulo humingi ng emergency power sa Congress dahil kulang na nga yung supply ng kuryente ng mga planta dahil nagkakaroon sila ng maintenance ng mga power plant and for the past four years medyo nagkulang din sa pag-build pa ng mga additional plants. Eh so happy dumating pa yung bagyo lalo pang na-aggravate yung situation. Kaya ngayon nagkakaroon ng tinatawag na rotating brownout. Kaya sabi bilisan ko raw yung preaching ko baka abutan tayo. Okay. So ngayong araw na ito pakikita ko sa inyong ilang picture na naging bunga ho ng bagyo. Okay. Siguro familiar na ayan. Okay, yan yung title natin. Okay. Yan, nakita mo nyo yung mga puno na yan. Nakagulat-gulat, sa itong bagyo na ito na tumama sa atin, sabi medyo malakas pa raw ito sa milenyo, marami pong mga puno ang nabunot. Okay? At isang bagay na nakapagtataka, bakit sa mga nabunot na puno na ito, pati yung mga 100 years na napuno, ay nadamay. Eh, hindi man katakataka kung yung mga bagong puno lamang ang nabunot dahil wala pang nag-ugat, di pa malalim yung ugat. Pero yung mga 100 years na nabunot sa sobrang lakas. Okay, sabi ng sabi ng isang environmentalist na in-interview, sabi niya, uh, maaaring 100 years na yung puno, pero ang problema, yung ugat niya hindi gaanong bumaon sa lupa because sa pagitan ng lupa, at saka sa ilalim pa ng lupa, merong mga 
mamatitigas na bagay na humarang, kaya yung ugat hindi gaanong kumapit doon sa ilalim. Okay, sabihin, nagkaroon ng hadlang para hindi maging malalim yung ugat. Okay? Samantalang ito namang pupukapunong ito, tagal-tagal na ito sa Rojas Boulevard, ilang bagyo nang dinaanan, kita nyo nakatayo pa rin. <laughs> Di ba? So more or less, mas matibay pa yan. Okay? Sa tabing dagat pa yan, at sinisiguro ko sa inyo, mas malakas yung hampas ng hangin doon sa malapit sa dagat. Pero hindi siya bumagsak. Okay? Now, alam mo ninyo, sa isang buhay kristyano, napakahalaga na tayo po ay naging malalim yung ating ugat at pagkakakilala sa Diyos. Okay? Kasi kapag hindi ka naging malalim, pag dumating yung bagyo, which hindi natin alam kung kailan darating yung bagyo ng buhay. Hindi mo alam kung kailan magkakaroon ka ng problema. Pero kung ikaw ay nagpakalalim sa iyong pagkakakilala sa Diyos, naging malalim ka sa salita ng Panginoon, naging malalim ka sa iyong relationship with God, kahit na humalakas na hangin ay mananatili kang nakatindig. Maaaring matanggal yung mga ilang dahon, Okay? O maaaring mabalian ng sanga pero hindi gigiba yung mga puno. Kasi alam nyo kapag ka ang puno ay nagiba na, na bunot na, hindi na ho siya po pwedeng itanim uli. Okay? Pwede na lang siyang gawing silya. Chachap-chapin. Okay? Papakinabahang na lang yung kanyang, yung kanyang kahoy. Now, in relation to our Christian life, gusto ng Panginoon maging malalim tayo. And there's no other way that the Bible prescribes for us to be deeper in God's Word other than discipleship. That's exactly the last command of the Lord. Okay? Yung tayo ay maging malalim sa ating pagsunod sa ating Panginoon because discipleship is a call to follow Jesus and obey His Word. Kapag naging malalim tayo sa ating discipleship, tayo po, ano man ang bagyong dumating ng buhay, tayo ay mananatiling nakatayo, nagpupuri pa rin sa Diyos, at walang anumang bagay, walang problema ang makakapaggupo sa atin at mapag-aalis sa ating relasyon sa ating Panginoon. Yan po ang ating pag-aaralan sa oras na ito. Our topic is about discipleship, and we say that every member is a minister. Tumayo po tayong lahat at buksan po natin ang Matthew 28, beginning verse 19, up to 20. Okay, this is what the Bible says. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Tayo pong lahat manalangin. Lord, help us right now to just grasp your word and give us the knowledge and understanding and enlighten us, Lord God, to these words of yours that we are about to meditate Thank you so much, God. Enable us to learn today with the power of your Holy Spirit. Samahan mo po kami at maharamdaman ng bawat isa ang kalapitan mo sa aming mga buhay at ang iyong pagnanasan ng bawat isa ay lumago sa kanilang pananampalataya. Salamat, Panginoon. Ito ang aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Lahat ay magsabi ng Amen. Amen. Praise God. Bawa po tayong lahat. Yes, discipleship is a call to follow Jesus and obey His word. Lagi nating naririnig sa simula pa lang ng pagtayo, we exist, victory exists to honor God and make disciples. That is where we always stand. That's our battle cry. That is a statement of our vision and our mission. Nung binanggit po ng Diyos itong Matthew, ng Panginoong Isus, itong Matthew 20 sa kanyang mga disciples, He was about to go to heaven. Iiwan niya na yung kanyang mga disciples. Therefore, Jesus had to really say the most important thing. And He mentioned about the Great Commission, the mandate of the church. 
At as if Christ was saying, after my death and resurrection, magkakaroon lamang ng saysay ang lahat ng bagay na aking ginawa. If you do this one thing, go and make disciples. So Mark chapter 16, verse 15, binasa natin doon the last week, sabi, go and preach the gospel. Wala hong pagkakaiba yun because when you make disciples, you also preach the gospel. Amen. Complementary sila, hindi sila contrary sa isa't isa. Now, Nung si Jesus, sumali siya, sabi, Go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And on this great commission, dito po nakasandig ang buong movement ng victory. Because discipleship is a call to follow Jesus and obey His words. We would like to obey the word of the Lord. Amen. So gusto nating sumunod. Sa lahat ng mga activities natin, lahat ng ginagawa natin, hindi lang sa Pilipinas, kundi sa ibang bansa, ay nakasalig dito sa sinasabi ng salita ng Panginoon. And we believe that there is no other way for a church to grow corporately and as believers individually. There's no other way to grow but to be in a discipleship. Dahil ito yung prescribed ng Panginoon kung paano lalago ang church at kung paano ring lalago tayo as individual members or individual member of the church. Now, how to be in a discipleship? Because discipleship pala ay napakahalaga. This will make our church grow. This will make us grow individually. How to be in a discipleship? There are two things na, na ibibigay ko po sa inyo para masabing tayo ay bahagi ng discipleship. Okay, a call to follow Jesus and obey His word. Number one is, be a disciple. Sabi natin, be a disciple. Pag pinag-aralan po natin sa Bible, what is a disciple? Ito po yung nasa Greek word na mathetes. Okay? Which means a learner that is a pupil. Okay? Sabihin, tayo pag sinabing disciple, handa kang matuto. Okay? Handa kang matuto ng salita ng Panginoon, handa kang, handa kang matuto sa mga bagay patungkol sa Diyos. We are a pupil of God's Word. Now, that only happens when we know how to follow Jesus because Jesus is our great teacher. Sabi ng Matthew 4.19, Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. Now, pag sinabing disciple, Tanungin ko nga kayo, sino rito ang mga disciples ng Panginoon taas ang kamay? Okay. So, learner kayo. Yung hindi nagtaas, ayaw yung matuto. Because a disciple must be a learner, must be a pupil. Okay? Now, sabi niya, come follow me. The starting point of being in a discipleship is first to follow Jesus. You cannot be a disciple unless you follow Jesus because a disciple is a follower of Jesus for that person to learn for that person to know God more now pag sinabing follow susundin natin si Jesus okay hindi po mga pastors ang pina-follow natin lahat tayo including myself and all other pastors of victory we are all disciples of Jesus we follow the Lord amen Sabi po ng John 8.31, To the Jews who had believed in Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. So, pag sinabing hold to my teaching, so kang bibitaw. Amen? Sabihin, kapit ka. May problema man, kapit ka sa salita ng Panginoon. Don't violate the word. Stick to the word. Stick to the promise. Be obedient to the Lord. Hold to my teachings. Why? Because that is 
what a follower of Jesus is. Pag follower ka ni Jesus, kakapit ka sa mga salita ng Diyos. Amen. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, kapit ka kapatid. Huwag kang bibitaw. Okay. So a disciple of the Lord, we have that desire to follow the will of God. That is why we never stop studying the Word of God. Alam ba ninyo kahit na nabasa nyo na to from Genesis to Revelation, meron at merong panibagong mga kapahayagan ng Panginoon sa buhay natin. Bible is not just about putting these things into our mind. It's about putting these things into our heart and practicing it. Kaya, papano kakakapit sa mga katuruan hindi mo alam? Tama po ba? Kakapit ka lamang sa mga teachings na alam mo. That's why you never stop learning the Word of God. Okay? Ang hirap po minsan sa mga, sa mga ibang mga disciples ng Panginoon, okay, nung nagsimula siya, hawak yung one-to-one booklet, sampung taon na, one-to-one booklet pa rin ang minimeditate. Ang one-to-one booklet is an instrument for a person to grow on the basic knowledge of God. But at the end of the day, lahat ito, lahat ng materialis natin, galing lahat sa Bible. Amen? And if you would like God to speak to you personally and know Him more, go to the Bible. Amen? So, we need to hold on to the teachings of God, but we need to be passionate with His Word. There is always that desire in our hearts. Lord, gusto pa kitang makilala. And we never stop knowing God. No matter how long you are as a believer, you, ne- you are not supposed to stop knowing God. Si Paul nga, malapit na siyang mag-retire sa mga, sa, sa mga panahon na sa loob na siya ng kulungan. Sabi niya, I want to know Christ and the power of His resurrection. Wow, si Paul ito. Kututusin nga ang bilis ng discipleship ni Paul. And yet sabi niya, I want to know Christ and the power of His resurrection. Why? Because you never, you never stop knowing Jesus and what He did on the cross there would always be an application of the gospel to your life, in your everyday life. Akala natin yung gospel, yung ginawa ni Jesus sa cross is only for our salvation, no? For everyday living, ikapapamuhay mo yung ginawa ni Jesus doon sa cross. And the discovery is not one year, two years, three years. It's a lifetime discovery. Nagbibuild yung knowledge mo about the Lord. Kaya sabi ni Paul, I want to know Christ. Not because that he didn't know Christ, Alkilala niya si Christ, pero hindi siya humihinto ng pagkilala because no person can fathom the mind of God. Amen. We never stop knowing God more. Kulang ho yung ating kaisipan para i-contain kung sino ang Diyos sa buhay natin. Now, sabi ni Pastor Joey Bonifacio ng, sa kanyang libro ng The Lego Principle, Discipleship is Relationship. Discipleship is also a call to fellowship with believers. God does not call us to be alone. It is not good for a man in general to be alone. Even in our discipleship. Hindi na gusto ni Lord na ikaw ay mag lang because that is not the best atmosphere for you to grow. Sino rito ang nagnanasang lumago sa kanyang palanampalataya, taas ang kamay? 
Okay? Yes, while it is true, nakakatulong yung personal meditation nyo ng salita ng Diyos, yung personal prayer life ninyo. But God would like you to fellowship with other believers because their experience is different from yours. Their experience of God's Word is also different from yours. Once you come together, nagpapalakasan kayo. Amen. Mas nakikilala mo pa si Lord at nalalang mo yung ginagawa niya sa buhay ng ibang tao. Kaya sinasabi natin, relationship, discipleship is relationship. It is relationship with God and relationship with man. Kaya may rational, yung alam natin, greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and love your neighbor as your self. It's a vertical and horizontal relationship. Ganun din sa discipleship. You are connected with God, but you must also be connected with other believers. Because discipleship is a call to fellowship with other believers. Amen. Now, the reason why sometimes people are afraid to be in fellowship with other believers is masyado silang loner, masyadong secretive. Kasi part of their life, bubuksan nila doon kung paano silang binago ng Panginoon. You know what? Nung ako'y binago ng Panginoon, I was not afraid to say it to my, to my group. Ano yung mga bagay na binago sa akin ng Panginoon? Mas matatakot ako kung hindi pa ako binabago ni Lord, hindi ko nga ilalabas yun. Tama? Kasi I would be hypocrite. Okay? So, kapag kami binago ang Panginoon sa akin, okay, sa buhay ko, sineshare ko yun. Because hindi ko alam that within our group, there may be some people that were struggling on the same kind of weakness, and they would be able to know, ah, ako napagtagumpayan ko, kaya rin niyang mapagtagumpayan. Amen? So we nourish each other. Okay? Now, we say discipleship is relationship. It is through relationship that we learn to love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. How can you love one another if you're just alone? Okay? You are supposed to be with other believers for you to grow. Victory upholds this truth to this very day. And up to the time that Jesus Christ would come back again, we will always stick to discipleship. That the best environment for us to grow as a believer is for us to be in a discipleship. Therefore, we must also be connected with other believers. Now, sa atin po bilang mga mananampalataya, as a disciple, sabi nga, lahat ng bagay na buhay lumalago. Tama ho ba? Kung ang puno ay buhay, yan ay lalago, yan ay mamumunga. And therefore, we say, sa John 15 verse 8, we agree to this, that this is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. At ang isang disciples, ang isang paraan para siya lumago, ay yung siya mismo is magsishare din ang salita ng Diyos sa iba. He is going to fish for people because discipleship is a call to fish for people. Amen? So kanina, discipleship is a call to follow Jesus. Second, discipleship is a call to fellowship with other believers. And third is discipleship is a call to fish for people. Come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Tignan mo. Anong klaseng isda yan? <laughs> ano klaseng isda? Uh, GG. Tilap, mukhang tilapia siya, Pastor. <laughs> mukhang bangus. 
Asalmon, wow, sarap nun ah. <laughs> Talaga naman ah. Walang kolesterol yun. Okay? Pastor, mukhang dilis. <laughs> okay. God has called us to fish for people. Sabi natin lahat ng buhay na mumunga, lumalago. And for us as disciples of the Lord, para mapatunayan tayo na mumunga, dahil overflowing yung pag-ibig ng Panginoon sa buhay natin at nararanasan natin, we cannot help but say it to others. We cannot help but bring our loved ones to the Lord. That we have this something that we experience in life na hindi mo mararanasan unless you come and follow Jesus as well. Amen. Kapag isang disciple ay hindi lumalago, ala siyang pakialam. Kung siya ay makapagdala ng kaluluwa sa Panginoon, o yung kanyang family ay mapunta ng impyerno at hindi makakilala sa Lord. Basta siya dadalo lang every Sunday. Tapos. Alam niyo mga akong bagong believer, which I already mentioned last week. When I learned about heaven and hell, that became, my family became really a burden to me. Ang mga kapatid ko, ang parents ko hindi pa nakakilala, and I started praying and crying out to God. And if I had the opportunity, I would share the word of God, although I would be rejected. But I never really stopped praying for them and rebuking the spiritual blindness in their spiritual eyes. And eventually, after some few years, my parents, after several years, praise God, silang lahat ay nakakilala sa Panginoon. Amen? Let's give God praise. At wala nang masasaya pa sa isang katulad ko na yung buong family ko ay na-born again. At hindi lamang yun, syempre nag-asawa ako, born again din yun. <laughs> na-born again din yung kanyang buong pamilya, pati yung mga kamag-anak namin, na-born again din. Hindi man lahat, pero marami na sa kalilang na-born again. Why? It is because ang isang disciple na healthy, lumalago, namumunga. Amen? At isang paranang pamumunga is when we have the passion to fish for people. Sometimes we are afraid to share the word of God. You know why? Because of there's because of rejection. Fear of being rejected. Kasi pastor eh pinepersecute niya ako eh. Kasi baka makakantsawan ako ng barkada kasi parang alam mo na sa modern generation ngayon pag nakakarinig sila ng Jesus, parang nawiwirdan sila. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Mga traditional yan, mga pangmatatanda lang yan, hindi ba? Abat di kayo pumunta sa church namin. Makita nyo, kahit matatanda mo kang bata. <laughs> come on! Come on! Nakabawi na. Okay. Maraming mga bata sa church namin, anong sabi nyo matatanda? At yung mga matatanda, mukhang bata. Hindi lang nagpapabata. Talagang mga mukhang bata because of the glory of God. Amen? Ayos na. Oh, praise God. Nakabawi. Okay, okay. Tuloy natin, tuloy natin. Now, maybe kaya ako sa inyong illustration dito sa my Acts chapter 9. Okay? Punahin natin sa verse. This is about Ananias, an ordinary person used by God in the life of Paul. Si Paul, unbeliever pa rito. Persecutor pa siya ng church. Pero, ang nag-connect sa kanya, si Ananias, an ordinary disciple of the Lord. Now, basahin natin. In Damascus, there was a disciple. Okay? Hindi siya apostle. Siya disciple lang named Ananias. The Lord called him to a vision, called him to in a vision, Ananias. Now, talon tayo sa may verse 15, ang sabi ron. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. 
Then Ananias went to the house and entered it, placing his hands on Paul. Immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again, he got up and was baptized. Tandaan natin yung istorya na si Paul nasa Damascus siya because he was, uh, again, to persecute the, the believers. Pero nakakita siya ng malakas na liwanag na galing sa Panginoon. Siya bumagsak at pagbangon niya, siya ay bulag na. Okay? The Lord spoke to Ananias para puntahan si Paul. Okay? So, para i-connect si Paul kay Ananias. Okay? Bagamat nangusap lang Panginoon kay Paul, but God needed someone to connect with him to start his discipleship for him to know Jesus Christ. Now, sabi ron, nung makakita si Saul, Saul ang pangalan niya, hindi pa Paul. Okay? Later on, naging Paul. So, Saul muna yung pangalan niya. He got up and was baptized. Okay? Ang ibig sabihin, between he got up and was baptized, maraming bagay na nangyari. Okay? Hindi naman basta paggabangon niya, inilubog niya siya sa tubig. Okay? Pinabilis na lang ng versyon. Okay? Ibig sabihin, si Ananias, kinausap siya. Okay? May sinabi sa kanya about Jesus Christ. And it, it, uh, it took Paul, of course, to agree to be baptized. Dahil hindi naman pwedeng itulak na lang si Paul sa tubig na hindi niya naiintindihan kung ano yung gagawin niya. Tama ko ba? Okay. So, si, kinunek muna si Ananias. And maybe, nag-usap si Ananias, si Lord nang-usap sa akin, ganito, ganyan, and si Paul prepare na yung heart niya, hinugne. Alam niyo, dapat importante yan kapag ka nag-share kayo ng Word of God, titignan niyo kung nasan level yung tao, yung readiness niya between 1 to 10. Okay? Titignan niyo siya ba ay 1 lang, ako, re-regy ka lagi. Unado na siya sa 5, medyo open na siya, medyo sarado pa isip, pero medyo open na. Okay? O naroon na siya sa 8, hinug na, nasa 9 na, hinug na, isa na lang, ay talagang maboborn na gina. So, i-gauge ninyo yung readiness ng tao. Si Paul, hinug na, hinug na. Kailangan lang ng isang disciple na kukunik sa kanya. At hindi kinakailangan super disciple ang kailangan. is just an ordinary disciple of the Lord just like you and me. Amen. Alam nyo yung kainaman, ho? Hindi nyo alam kung sino yung sishare nyo. Hindi nyo alam baka potential Paul yun. Ako nagpapasalamat ako sa Lord. Doon sa taong nag-disciple sa akin, na hindi niya alam naman na magiging pastor ako balang araw. Hindi ho ba? So, hindi mo alam yung plano ng Painon sa buhay ng isang tao unless you start obeying God and disciple Him. Now, sabi nun, si, si Paul, he got up and was baptized. Meaning, he allowed himself to have someone disciple Him. Tingnan pa natin yung susunod na verse. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. He had fellowship with other believers, with other disciples. And everyone, every disciple of the Lord, maybe had something to say to him. Kasi si Paul, dati na siyang may stock knowledge. Okay? Kabisado niya ho ang Old Testament eh. Pero, no sense yun because hindi niya alam yung message of the gospel. Because if you read just the Old Testament without the knowledge of the gospel, you will not see the word of God in the Old Testament with sense because hindi mo siya tinitignan in the context of the gospel. Okay? Makikita mo lang doon kapag binasa mong Old Testament without the context of the gospel, titignan mong Old Testament as just a history book or just a ritual thing or just a law na hindi naman kayang sundin ng tao. Therefore, imbis na magbigay ng buhay, nagbibigay ng kamatayan because no one can perfect the law. Amen. Pero si Paul, kabisado niya yon. 
Nag-make sense sa kanya yon. Why? Because nakilala niya si Jesus. Someone who died on the cross of Calvary ng lahat pala ng bagay sa Old Testament has something to do about the Messiah. Amen? Kaya marami ng stock knowledge si, si Paul nung siya na pasok sa fellowship of the believers with other disciples, nagkaroon siya ng tinatawag na mga revelation from God. Kaya naging mabilis yung kanyang discipleship. E tingnan niyo yung verse 20. At once, sabi niyo, at once, he began to preach in the synagogue that Jesus is the Son of God. He already started preaching. Siya dati nagpapapatay sa mga believers. Siya nga nagbigay ng approval sa pagkakamatay ni Stephen. You see, hindi nyo kayang tawaran ang kayang gawin ng Diyos sa buhay ng isang tao. Pero, ang method ng Panginoon, kinakailangan niya ang bawat isa sa atin to reach out. Si Ananias, hindi ko alam kung saan po yung parte ng Bible siya nabanggit, pero maliban dito. Pero si Paul, lahat ng official ng Bible, makikita niyo yung kanyang pangalan. Halos lahat. Kaya lalo na yung kanyang mga sinulat, of course. Tatatak sa puso at isipan because of his experience of God. As ordinary as you are, you can be used by God. Amen? The starting point is we must allow ourselves, like Paul, we must allow ourselves to be discipled. Paul allowed himself to be discipled. And eventually, he created the great impact in the New Testament church. Now, this is the challenge now. Once you allow yourselves to be discipled, that's the starting point. The next is you can make disciples. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you can make disciples. Balikan po natin sa dali yung verse na binasa natin kanina. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You see there, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And baptize, the word baptize or baptism is from the Greek word baptizo, meaning immersion. Okay? Meaning, discipleship is a call to immerse a person in the name of God. Okay? Immersion in the name of God. Experience in the name of God. Knowing the name of God. Okay, that's why we never stop knowing Jesus. The word immersion, meron water baptism. Okay? These are more an external, okay? External act of the internal reality. Because the internal reality is that you are already immersed in Christ. Amen? Yung tinanggap mo si Lord, as your Lord and Savior, sinuko mo yung buhay mo, you already immerse yourself in Christ. You already immerse yourself in the name of God. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Having these verses in Matthew 28, a call of making disciples involves helping people to be immersed in the name of God. Pangalawa, leading them to a constant learning of God's word in obedience to it. And third, bringing people to environments where they can grow in the relationship with God. That's what making disciple is all about. Once you make disciple, you have somebody with you na miniministeran mo, and you would like that person to be immersed in the name of God, for him to know God more and more in his life. Pangalawa is you are leading that person 
in learning God's word, in obeying God's word, tinutulungan mo. Tandaan po ninyo, when you are ministering to somebody, when you are discipling somebody, you are walking alongside with that person. Anong ibig sabihin? Discipleship is not an authority structure. You don't have any authority over that person. Okay? Hindi to organizational structure na merong higher up, merong nasa lower, and top down ng approach ng management. Hindi ganun, hindi ko ganun to. Just walking alongside. People sometimes are afraid to be in a discipleship because they think didiktahan sila ng kanilang nagdi-disciple sa kanila, didiktahan sila kung anong bagay na kanilang gagawin pati sa pagpili ng mapapangasawa. Kasi oh, minsan akala ng mga nagdi-disciple ng iba, akala nila they have authority over the lives of people. You know, tayong lahat may authority lamang po tayo over the works of the enemy. Tama? We only have authority over the works of the enemy, but we don't have any authority over the lives of people. That's why discipleship is walking alongside with them. Ginagabayan mo sila, tinutulungan mo silang makilala ang Diyos, tinutulungan mo silang maalam, malaman ang salita ng Panginoon at sumunod sa salita ng Panginoon. Tinutulungan mo sila na mailagay sa environment where they can grow more. Kaya you bring them also in a victory group or you bring them in the church because these are all environments where they can grow in God. Naalala ko yung somebody na nagdi-disciple sa akin noon. Hindi lamang niya ako mini-mentor ng salita ng Panginoon or I was a new believer. Pagka mayroong mga special seminars, dadali niya ako. Dalo ka ng seminar to, kailangan mong matutunan to how to study the Word of God. May matututunan ako. Ah, oh, dito mayroong, mayroong conference dito. May prophetic conference dito. Dalo ka. Kailangan mo malaman ito. Kailangan mo matutunan ito. Ginorni niya ako. Hindi ko alam lahat yon. Pero dahil mayroong somebody na nag-minister sa akin, nag-inilagay niya ako sa mga environment where I could learn so many things about God. Hindi ko alam. God has a plan pala sa buhay ko. Amen? Now, I'm not saying that when you are discipling somebody or when you are being discipled, ibig sabihin magiging full-time ka. Okay? Hindi po yung calling po yun eh. Individual calling. But it is God's will that even if you are called to be a businessman or even if you are called in a workplace, it is God's will for you to grow spiritually. Amen? And you need God wherever you are. You need to apply the Word of God kahit ikaw ay nasa opisina. Kahit ikaw ay nasa Eskwelahan, kinakailangan mo ng mga prinsipyo ng salita ng Panginoon where you can apply, when you can apply all of these things and see the fruit of, of your faith. Discipleship can make a great difference in the life of a believer. Kayo man, may mag-asawa kayo, kahit na wala pa kayong problema, huwag nyo nang antayin, magkaroon pa. Discipleship can make us grow to know God more. The goal of discipleship is not just for us to be blessed. It's nice to be blessed. Pero hindi lamang po about blessing. Discipleship is knowing Jesus Christ more in our lives and allowing Him to be involved in the affairs of our lives. Every, we say every member is a minister. Sabi mo Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Marahil nagtatanong kayo, Pastor, if every member is a minister, hindi ba kasama kami doon? 
Are you member of the church of God? Are you sure? If you are a disciple of the Lord, you are certainly a member of the church of God. Now, hindi ko kinakailangan na pastor labang ang nagmi-minister. Kasi yun ang naging common notion natin eh. Kaya konting kibot, hanapin kagad si pastor. Okay? Ang mga pastor po ay tinawag ng Panginoon. Yes, we are ministering just like what I am doing right now. I am ministering to you the Word of God. When I pray for you, I am also ministering to you the presence of the Lord. Pero ang sabi ron, so Christ Himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. For what purpose? To equip His people. Sabi nyo, equip His people. For works of service. So our duty is not just for to minister to you. I'm doing it every Sunday. But that's not the only thing that we are supposed to do. We are supposed to equip you. So that you yourself can do the works of service. So that you yourself will know how to minister to others. Because the work of ministering to other people or even to the unbelievers are not, is not just work of the pastors. Trabaho ho nating lahat ito. Ang sabi nga so that the body of Christ may be built up. Sino rito ang part ng body of Christ? Taas ang kamay. So tayong lahat yun. We build each other up as we minister to other people. Sabi po mga pastor, alam na ho namin, part ng aming duty is also to minister to people. But more on equipping people so that hindi lang kami kundi lahat tayo ay nagmi-minister sa mga tao. We minister each other. Especially kung may mga bagong believer sa Panginoon, you need to contribute into their lives. You can minister to them. Sabi po ng verse 13, Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, say mature, at attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Now, akala ng iba, Pastor, hindi pa ako kasi mature, eh, kaya ayoko pang mag-minister. Intay ko munang mag-mature ako, wala akong Kristiyano na talagang mature. No? But at tinatawag ng matured, we are all in the process of maturing. Amen? Lahat tayo nasa ganoong proseso. Now, mas magmamature ka nga kung ikaw ay mag-minister sa iba. Another way for us to become mature is not just for us to be fed but for us to feed others. Akala ng iba, hintay ko munang ma-feed ako ng ma-feed, madaluhan ko muna lahat ng mga seminars, lahat ng trainings. Kailangan magkaroon muna ako ng diploma sa theological seminary bago ako magamit ng Panginoon. Mali. Kahit ako bagong believers pa lang noon. Alam nyo, in my experience, may gitisang taon pa lang akong nabobor na ginoon hindi ko kalaim ako'y makakapag-preach accidentally. I was just invited to a Bible study. Akala ko ako ay dadalo lang. Magbilang sa dila, ako'y iniintroduce na. Ako pala yung mag speak Could you imagine? Na-steer up yung aking adrenaline, anointed by the Holy Spirit. Nakapag-preach ako. At nung pinag-pray ko yung lumpo, yung lumpo, biglang bumangon. Ako na paupo. <laughs> Akalain ko bang magagamit ako ng Panginoon? Ibig sabihin, sa buhay natin, you have a potential that you don't know. That, can on, that is only possible when you allow the grace of God to work in your life. But the willingness belongs to you. If you are not willing, how can you see the anointing of God moving? Hindi nyo alam yung mga kapitbahay ninyo, kasama nyo sa opisina, kasama nyo sa negosyo, nag-aantay lang pala na bahagi na nyo ng salita ng pain dahil hinug na. 
But the question is, are you willing? Mga kapatid, it's not only for their benefit that we minister to when we when we minister to them. It's also to our benefit. Why? Because the more you minister to others, the more you grow. Hindi ka kailangan maging pastor ka bago ka magminister sa iba. You yourself can minister. Kung wala kang makita sa paligid mo, mahihiyain ka pa. Yung mga anak mo, yung kapatid mo. You can start discipling them. Ang una kong nag-disciple sa mga anak ko, kaming mag-asawa. Sabi ko, naghahanap tayo ng mga i-disciple outside. Unahin natin itong mga anak natin, i-disciple natin. At sila man under a discipleship in the youth ministry, but still we keep on discipling them as well. So, hindi kinakailang isang tao lang nag-disciple sa'yo. Pwedeng multi-mentoring. For you. That's depende sa inyo kung gano'ng kayo ka-passionate sa paglago. Ang sabi ng Colossians 2 verse 6 to 7, So then, just as you receive Christ as Lord, sinong tumanggap dito kay Jesus, tasa kamay? Continue to live your li- lives in Him. Rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith, as you were taught, in overflowing with thankfulness. Magpatuloy daw ho tayo. The more you minister to others, the more you'll be rooted, the more you'll be built up, the more you strengthen. Kasi bukan nyo na ubang mag-encourage ng tao sa mga panahon kayo mismo discouraged. And I experienced that. I was so discouraged. And God gave me the opportunity to encourage people. After I encouraged that person, the Lord started encouraging me as well. Ako ho yung nakabuti sa akin eh. That's why when you minister to others, you're also actually ministering to yourself. Yun po yung kainaman sa principle ng discipleship. I would like to show you last video. Isang tao, kung paano siyang nag-connect doon sa mga pipi dahil may passion siya to minister to them. Panoorin po natin ito. Kung bata ako, mayroon akong pinsan na hindi nakakapagsalita at hindi rin nakakalimik. Gusto kong makatulong sa kanya. Siguro, yung nagsimula yung kagustungan kong makatulong sa mga gaya nila. Volunteer na ako sa church nun. Isang Sunday, Tinawag ako ni Marge, may kausap pala siyang isang dep. Nag-aatan siya ng service, pero hindi ko alam kung nagintindihan niya yung nangyayari. Naging kaibigan ko si Georgie, at tinuruan niya ako ng konting sign language. Makalipas ng ilang buwan, nag-enroll ako sa isang sign language school. Habang natututo ako ng kanilang language, dumarami din yung umaatan sa church na may kaparehong pangangailangan. Kaya every Sunday, nagtatranslate kami para sa kanila. Nakapagwantuan din kami. Masayang-masaya akong makita na yung mga nag-wantuan ay nakapag-intermitted na. Ngayon, sila naman yung nag-wantuan sa iba nilang kasama. Nakakataba ng pusong makita kung paano nakatulong yung kakaunting nalalaman ko para makakilala sila kay Jesus. Ang discipleship pala nagsisimula sa isang pagmamalasakit. Gusto mo makakilala ang lahat kay Jesus, pero meron mga tao na kakaiba yung pag-aalala mo sa kanila. At siguro, Ang Diyos din ang nagbigay sa atin ng burden na yun. Pero iba yung saya na makita mo kung lahat ng tao malapit sa puso mo ang makakilala kay Jesus. Praise God! Praise God! Wala hong imposible sa isang taong may passion. Binabanggit po niya yung itong booklet na ito na kanyang sinishare. 
one-to-one. It's a basic things about God para sa isang bagong mananampalatayang parang makilala niya ang Diyos. I know that many of you already underwent this. Pero marami sa inyo, hindi pa rin baring first time ninyong nakita itong booklet na ito. Because naging attitude natin, Sunday goer lang tayo. You don't allow other people to speak to you about God's Word. And you have not probably underwent one-to-one. It is high time for you, people of God, to start your discipleship. If you would like to be in a discipleship, first, you must be a disciple. And second, you must learn how to make disciple. Let's make a first step, first of being a disciple, then later you will see your passion will move you to make disciple, to disciple other people as well. Amen? We hope you were inspired by that message. Read more about the Victory's 30th anniversary celebration by visiting our website at www.victoryalabang.org and joining us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Happy anniversary and stay connected.